Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Wine Guys. And today we're here with Zelly. Zelly. This we're is episode nine. Nine. Yes. Okay, cool. Podcast count. How are you, Giselle Winter? Pretty good, Freddie. How are you? Uh, how am I? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Yeah, I'm doing really well. Zelly, where where are we? I want you to answer this question, please. We're on. They're the columns of Low Library. Yeah. We're under them? Yes. We're well, we're them. adjacent to them under the roof part. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. And, like, this is giving me um, sort of, like, nostalgia because the last couple of episodes, we've not been on Low Steps. It's been, of course, impossible to be on Low Steps because okay. people have been so... Too many there's, there's people. Too many people. And now it's, it's a weekend, well, it's a Sunday, and there are zero people on Low Steps, and None it makes me... Really sad, first of all, and like a little bit like, like sad, but also kind of like weirdly um, nostalgic because Andy and I started out here. You know, oh. we were really, yeah, like like in the in, during the summer, little steps would also be empty, and we mm. would do wine guys here. Things that used to be empty all the time, however. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is giving me nostalgia for last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where these ste- these steps would always be empty, and yeah. especially when it got colder, they would like be deserted. Yeah. Um, and you could be the only one in this open area of campus, which is kind of nice sometimes. Yeah. That if you want to be alone, you have this huge vast space to do it. In. Yeah. It is kind of similar to, uh, what do we call it? Ah, uh, it's fall or spring in Telluride when there's nobody there because it's what a, is it called? Oh yes, false. No, it's um, <laughs> which off season. Off season. Off season. <laughs> I was like, which word did you forget? <laughs> <laughs> off season to tell you right. Oh, because it's a ski resort. Time. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. really busy in the summer and really busy in the winter. And then for like one month, there's nobody there. This is ghost town. Like absolutely no one there. Mm. And it's very interesting walking around. It's kind of like being in a playground that usually has children on it and there are no children. Yeah. What are you looking at? Someone in Carmen's having sex. No. Just by virtue of the red light. Oh. Okay. I was like, I thought you saw like a silhouette. No. Okay. I would look away. What? Yeah. Really? I think so. If you saw someone that far away having sex, you would look away? I guess you're far enough away that you don't really I don't think feel it's, bad I don't about think it. It's, I don't think it's particularly rude. I think if someone's having sex like with light inside the room and no silhouette, like windows you know <laughs> maybe open, they want to be seen coming in. Yeah. i don't think they particularly mind being spied from like half a mile away that's a good yeah. point yeah. you know also they might actively desire it you're right it would be more polite to look yeah like they definitely you know the theory of like people having sex in the stacks definitely want to be discovered you know or maybe it's a theory of like you have the risk there but you don't actually want people to see you yeah you know it's the risk Hey, should we open this bottle of wine? <laughs> Thank, please. Uh, for our please. audio listeners, yeah. Zelly just nodded. <laughs> Feverently. <laughs> Here, I have, um, I have a bottle of Chardonnay. Chardonnay? It That's says, my favorite. Is it really? Yeah. It's chilled. It's like ice cold. Wow. Um, really? Yeah. It's correct. Yeah. It is, in fact, ice cold. For our audio listeners, for our non-tactile <laughs> listeners, for those that don't pay the premium to get the five senses package, <laughs> That's just being a guest on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's called Mr. Big Mouth, um, and there is a pelican with a large mouth on it. And mm-hmm. this is a, <laughs> that's a normal size pelican. Okay. Mouth. For, for for a pelican, 
No, but he's wearing a human suit. Yeah. And his shoulders, those are not normal. Those are not normal. Yeah, but it's big mouth Chardonnay, not yeah. big shoulders. <laughs> Should be. <laughs> right. Uh, this is the large. This is a. Uh, this is the second time in a row. Last week we had uh, Theo Mac on, and that wine was called the Legend of Big Bill. So there's a second big themed. You know, wine. Oh, more yeah. than a mouth. This is also a big bill. Oh, oh my God! The second big bill themed thing. All right, let's. Oh, word. oh, on the seal it says, Mr. Big Mouth, let your palate do the talking. This tastes like habanero peppers. It is a little spicy. Like a little, no, 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 not a little spicy, but not the spice part, like the aftertaste. Oh. Or like, or like the, um, you know how in Taco Bell they give you different sauce packets? Yeah. It tastes like the Diablo one. Dude. You know the tiny little onions that they serve you at cocktails, like at cocktail parties? Shallots? No, the really little... No, the really like white ones? The pearl really onions. little white yeah. onions? Yeah, the pearl ones. And kind of tastes like that. Oh. Wow. <laughs> this tastes like a light fixture that is just like needlessly complicated. Mm. Like, have you, guys, have you guys been to Earl Hall in, 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 in Schiff? No, Schiff Hall in Earl, the building. <laughs> There's a room called Schiff Hall okay. in the building named Earl. Earl. Okay. Schiff, it's this like small room enough to fill one CC class, because that's where I have my CC class. And it has two, not one, two, one is too many. It has two chandeliers. Mm. <laughs> it's the size of a 20-person class. Mm -hmm. What do you need two chandeliers for? Let's think of some you know, LED bulbs, maybe some fluorescent lights. You know? How big are the chandeliers? Enough that I notice. Big enough that I notice. So it's a so it's a, it's a large classroom then. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. We it, it's a it's a bit of a squeeze to fit all twenty people in. <laughs> Answers all this question. I think this smells like like a really grating sound between two like um, pumice rocks. Pumice. Yeah. Pumice. Yeah. You know the one that like came yeah. from volcanoes and they're like mostly air. Obsidian. No pumice. <laughs> Did I say obsidian? <laughs> Is this Minecraft? <laughs> pumice. You know what they say about pumice? Yeah, what do they say about pumice? They're like, this is the lightest rock, and this is what I learned. It floats. It floats. But does it float because it's mostly air? Or does if you like removed all the air, it would actually still be light? No. I think it would probably sink if you were to remove right? the air. So the rock itself is not light. It's the like proportion of its size to its weight, which I, yeah, 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 yeah. It, like, it's the air that makes it light, right? So the pumice itself is not actually light. Yeah. There's something very insect-like, or maybe Incense? reptilian, about the way it smells. <laughs> like, I feel like if an ant were to go... You just ignored his incense comments. <laughs> no, no, I just misheard her say yeah, incense. Yeah, she didn't acknowledge it at all. <laughs> no, they just said reptilian, which... Which, you know, like in my head confirmed it. Yeah, you it. What do you want most to, if you could, if you could design, not necessarily a birthday, but if you could design, let's say a day. A day. Like what would it entail primarily? Primarily, my ideal day, assuming that I have full energy yeah. and sustenance. Yeah. And ideal can do day. Anything. Let's do ideal day. I want your answer after seven. Day of travel. Really? In new places. What? Going to new places. Fuck. And then by the end of the day, coming back to the places you visited. For example, walking around a new neighborhood for the first time. 
and then later that day walking through the neighborhood and feeling like you know where you're going because you did it earlier that Fuck. day. Fuck, what? That's such a great answer. Thanks. That's so specific. Thank you. Um, also, I'd like to eat something with a lot of vegetables in it. Mm. I would, uh... Well, I would take shrooms with Andy. That I took shrooms Wait, with Andy. I took shrooms with Andy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah. did too. I did too. Rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. That was like probably that was one of the better days of my life. You two are the only two people I've done shrooms with, and both days were very, very, very top tier. Please don't rank them. <laughs> they were they were, like, <laughs> very different. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. Like with you, Zelly, I found it very like spiritual. Cheers. And like we talked a lot about relationships and love and stuff like that. With Rennie, it was just like super comical. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was like really hilarious. We were like definitely laughing the majority of the time, yeah. at least. Yeah. It was like extremely funny. <laughs> it was just like I, I, I never laughed. I like really seriously like never laughed that yeah. for that prolonged amount of time, you know what I mean? So laughing for like four hours. I was just like, this is all, everything's so funny. Rennie, you could help me with something. At a certain point over the summer, we smoked and got pizza yeah. and we're very high higher than we thought we would be yeah what did we do oh we went shopping where uh was it at marshall's yeah i think it was at marshall's we went to marshall's i think it was marshall's on 79th street you are absolutely correct yeah. and we bought you a shirt with care bears on it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And, and i got archaeology pants you got archaeology pants and you uh, we also went to goodwill and we were like, we did? yeah, and that was like the highest mo like time we've been. You are right. And we were just I don't like, it what is all? going on? Yeah, but uh, that was that was a that was a really good day. I really Thank enjoyed. It. I just that memory was locked. Yeah, that was the, that was great because you would always you would ask me these questions. So I would, I would be like mid sentence and you'd be like, stop. <laughs> if you were a mermaid. <laughs> How, what color would your scales be? <laughs> and I would be like, I was talking about like the last. I was talking about like the French the Revolution. You know what I mean? Like something else entirely. You know what I mean? And you're like, Have you read the Princess Diaries? And it's like, you know what? What? What is not even? It was Ella Enchanted. It's Ella Enchanted. I needed to know if you'd seen Ella Enchanted. And I asked you if you had seen Ella Enchanted halfway through asking if you had any dreams about being involved in some sort of like clown-like activity. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, um, I was thinking about that answer and the next question, I didn't even get to answer the clown question. Anyway, that was a really fun day. Yeah. What, um, what, is, what, what, what would be your ideal day, Andy? I don't know my ideal days. Um, and you gotta think of one, come on. I know, I haven't thought about it much. Alternatively, you can answer the question. If you were a mermaid, <laughs> what color would your scales be? I made that up on the spot. You did, but I wanna know. <laughs> like a nice purple. Fair enough. Like a shimmery purple. Nice. You know what I'm saying? I think um, I would like to go on one of those the sunrise hike. It went on in the Catskills. Gosh, it was so, so fucking beautiful. Yeah. And it's like so, I like the payoff of it too, because it was a hike, maybe like two miles or something. No longer. Uphill. And we got to the end right as the sun was coming up, and there was a huge fire tower at the end. Yeah. So you could climb and get even higher and see above all the trees. And you could see the rolling mountains and, you know, fog in the distance. And 
the sun was coming up and everything was illuminated and the sky was beautiful. Um, and like, that moment, if I could like capture that moment and repeat that over and over again across an entire day, I would really do that. Yeah. Capture an entire experience. Because I think the build up and effort put in is part of that moment. Have either of you guys ever seen Midnight Gospel? I have. I've seen all of it twice. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's really fantastic. It's like very sad sometimes. True. Yeah. But the sadness is always kind of beautiful. Yeah. What is Midnight Gospel? It's a show. It's an adult cartoon show. Which it's is an like... adult cartoon show, which is a cartoon version of a podcast where a guy interviews people who thinks they're aliens, right? No. No, it's just it's a people. cartoon. It's a cartoon version of a guy talking to aliens. Put over a podcast of a guy talking to people who are just kind of weird. Yeah, uh, it. it's like a visual accompaniment yeah. to a podcast. There we yeah, go. and it's very, okay. very, very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a superimposed video accompaniment. Yes. To a podcast. What, what was this? What, why is this? Oh, okay. Just, just a new topic. Okay. Okay, new topic for me. I also have a new topic. Okay, okay. You want to go first? Yeah, because it's kind of related to what you're saying. I watched this video recently about honing versus innovation in improving at something. In the con in the context in the video I watched was like video games, where it's like to get better and to be the best. There are two ways. There are two things you have to do. You have to hone your actual skills and you have to innovate in like what you can do with those skills. And then like in fighting games, it's like, okay, you have to make these like incredibly precise movements or whatever, like uh, uh, milliseconds and microseconds within each other in order to pull off anything. And once you have the skills, you can then innovate and improve and push the game forward. And there's a whole debate over whether or not this was a good or a bad thing, because it's basically saying anyone who wants to do the innovating part, if you like innovating and you play this game, you have to practice hours and hours and days and weeks to even get to a level where you can, you know, do any of those things. And if you're someone who likes innovating, then maybe yeah. you wouldn't like doing the same thing again and exactly, again and again exactly. and again. In order to finally get to that sort of yeah, innovating yeah, stage. Yeah. Um, for example, what they're talking about is chess. Mm -hmm. Chess is a very, um, it's, a, it's, it's a very much like a mix of both honing and innovation. Interesting. Because it's like, there's a lot of memorization that can go into it. And that's sort of honing your ability, being able to recognize certain positions and openings and stuff like that and knowing what to do. But there's also a lot of innovation because it's like a lot of these situations have never been seen before. Or, you know, you have never seen before. You have to, through your own ability, find a way out of it. There's a version of chess where um, it's pure innovation. There's no honing at all. Fisher random. Yeah. Where they take all the pieces in the backboard um, and shuffle them up. Interesting. Right. So there are no openings because, you know. Right, because there's no, there's no set algorithm exactly, for things exactly. that could happen. So from the very beginning, oh, you are so like pushing the bounds of this one setup or this board. I like, I like, I like the concept of when innovation changes the like scene as a whole. Like for example, if you look at videos of volleyball played in like the 1950s, mm -hmm. it's completely different. Really. Like the serve. Back then was just a way to get the ball into play. The serve in the 1950s was just a way to get the ball into play. So it would be just underhand, just get it into the field, right? 
And now the servers become like this advanced technique that only people who are really skilled at volleyball can pull off. Mm. Or like I mean like like I mean like a, like a skilled serve. Um, such that it becomes like an attack in itself, rather than just a way of putting the ball to play. Still following all the legal rules of volleyball, I assume, I don't, I don't think the rules have changed much since then. Still following the same rules, but it has upgraded the serve from a way to get the ball into play to a way of attacking. And now that you're attacking, you have many different ways to do that, and people are still, pros are still innovating with that. How they approach, what they like communicate to the, mm -hmm. to the uh, other team and what they eventually do. You would think volleyball has sick. a lot of room for change because yeah. there's like lateral motion. I mean, volleyball volleyball has a lot of like unique things that can be innovated on. Mm -hmm. For example, on the serve, um, when it's just one person doing this motion that they perfected. But in the actual like pro scene, like in, if you look at, okay, like for men's volleyball, it's become a little bit stale because it's just like, Bigger, taller, stronger, right? And that's just all honing. Mm -hmm. How high you can jump mm -hmm. above your six foot seven stature Muscle mass, to hit yeah. over the other six foot six people who are trying to you know stop you. So all volleyball players are really tall. At least all professional volleyball players. Interesting. I guess that does kind of make sense. Right. Um, like pretty much like even in the high school scene, six foot was like the pretty much the minimal. High school scene. The high school scene. <laughs> At least in the club that I played in, like if you were less than six foot and you could like still be a benefit to your team, it was like a rarity. Mm. Yeah. The kind of crazy thing about human society is that we're allowed to focus on these really specific really things. Niche skills. Yeah, we're not like honing and or innovating the hunting of an animal that will sustain us. We are honing and innovating how to hit a ball across a table, or how to hit a ball over a net, yeah. or how to move a couple of different shaped pieces around a board and make one of them win. Yeah. You know? What makes uh, you cry? Um, there's one thing that makes me cry very hard, always, um, which is the um, Curiosity launch to Mars. Okay, this guy is worth like billions of dollars. Okay, little rover on Mars. It's 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 a Caltech. It's in Pasadena. It's JPL NASA Caltech. It's this control room. This bunch of like skilled scientists and engineers in this one room, all mumbling shit for like hours. Delta Delta Nine. We have a confirmed <laughs> extra solar. I think you know, science is honing. <laughs> okay. Unless you're a researcher. <laughs> when it's literally an image. Sorry, sorry. And then they're all like fucking, they're all, <laughs> they're all fucking, they're just all like, you know? And then you're like, you're, you watch the live stream and you're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And then the rover lands on Mars. And it was, one of the guys says, like, we have a confirmed landing. And the room erupts in joy. And all of them are crying and all of them are hugging each other and um there's this one scene of this one guy just crying to himself everyone's high-fiving each other everyone's screaming and i watch this every time and i break down and i cry this is the one thing that will never fail to make me not cry and um i just like really liked this live stream and i watched it a lot when i want to cry you know something you don't have to have something specific but what makes you cry I do have something specific. I do too. Yeah. Parts 
of Glee. <laughs> there are numerous parts of Glee that never fail to make me cry. Number one, when Rachel thinks she is being driven to the altar, but is in fact being driven to the train to New York City so that she can pursue her dreams because Finn oh. has decided that he's going to go and join the army rather than marry her and detract from her dreams. Whoa. And number two, the parts of Glee that are related to the death of Corey, what's his last name? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, didn't that watch guy, Glee. That guy. I, yeah. no <laughs> I think it's Corey Michelle. First, I get, I get the, if you've uh, watched Glee, cry about it. Yeah. Cry about it. Talk to Chrissy. Chrissy watches a lot of Glee. It's what? so good. Glee is so good. <laughs> Quinn Fabray is so sexy. <laughs> what is, do you have what a, makes you it's, cry it's, at me? It's not, a, it's not like a video, but like, this is sort of the reason why I'm still like doing computer science. Yeah. It's one of the most addicting majors you can do. Cause it's like, okay, once once you hone your abilities to like the part where you can actually code and like think of algorithms, when you solve a problem, it's such like a difficult puzzle that you rack your brain, try millions of things, spend hours and hours and hours on this one part of a huge project, and when it finally works and all clicks together, and it compiles properly and the code runs properly and you get the results that you want, the wave of fucking euphoria and joy that you feel, it's like drugs. Yeah. It's like little crack. Yeah. And that, like, for me, I think I have an, enough of an ability as I am now that that struggle and that payoff are close enough that I'm still hooked. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still, I would still, I would still continue to do it. Um, I, like I, 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 I won't be like 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 my parents are requiring me that I do it. I'm not fighting them so much because of how hooked I am with it. If they weren't, I'd, I'd be out of there. You know, I wouldn't be subjecting myself to this torture at all. Yeah. But when my code finally compiles, just I don't know if you were there, but when we did the really? election, yeah. like I, I, yeah. That's great. Like the relief, oh my god. I used to coding competitions, seeing the three green, like like test one completed, test two completed, test three completed. That's so oh. cool. The like, the light thing is so cool. Do you like, also code? No, but I, I would watch, um, I would watch this one guy on YouTube, like mm -hmm. do coding competitions. No, it'd be, it'd be. I would understand none of it. Test case one, test case two. <laughs> but it would be like, it would be like, oh, that's sick. You know what I mean? But like, what you just said was like so cool. And sometimes it like have like ten test cases, and you see the first four pass, and you're like, joys like crashing over you, and the fifth one fails, and the rest of them fail, and you're like, no, and then like the, the joy disappears. Yeah. That's enough to make me be like, all right, fuck, <laughs> get this away from me, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm gonna be an architect. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Should we do an outro? Yeah, are we hitting yeah. the end of this? Yeah. yeah. We hit the end of our bottle. We hit it a while ago. Sally, so, would you like to um, say something? I, I wanted to do this, like with, with a lot of the. Keep on forgetting. Would you like to do a, a word of advice for our listeners? A word of advice for our listeners. A word of advice for our listeners would be that your thoughts are not necessarily what you think. Mm. If you can separate yourself from every passing thought that you have, 
you will have a lot more peace. That's Thoughts great. are pretty random. <laughs> Thinking can offer a lot more clarity. There we go. Like That's anal why. analyzing what pops into your brain. Well, rather than being like, you think today's going to be horrible, rather than accepting that at face value, taking a step back and saying, okay, so I thought today is going to be a horrible day. But I know, logically, today's only going to be a horrible day if I make it a horrible day. That's a great piece of Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you for tuning into episode nine. Oh my gosh. Thank you for joining us here at the back of the column, Zoe. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. This was very fun. Can I just say something really quickly? Which is, um, Thai food requires some amount of sugar in Thai food. Christina um, had this little jar of white substance and she was putting a lot in it. Oh, it was and salt. It was salt the whole time. <laughs> and we, and when did you realize? When oh, did you realize? This is great. We're eating this thing, and we're like, it's too salty. We need some sugar to balance it out. More, <laughs> <laughs> more salt, more salt. Mmm, still too salty. More salt, more salt. And then Christina said to me, Christina said to me, wouldn't it be hilarious if this was salt? And we tasted it, and we're like, oh no. <laughs> not, a, not a drop of sugar was in our dish. <laughs> and as soon as you realize that, you go, oh, everything, like you, you zoom out, everything makes sense. Yeah. All right, let's throw this away. Like, this is completely. And we had gotten, like, all different types of, like, Thai grasses and stuff like that, and, like, we peeled shrimp and, like, boiled the shrimp shells and everything. All a waste. All a waste. Just never realized. Oh. Yeah, this is, is not a, yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. I just really wanted to tell that story. That was a nice story. That's a great story. Yeah.